Hi everyone and welcome back to Game Bros episode 32. I'm so pumped for today's episode because we have a great topic and of course I have my brother with me today. How is it going bro? Hello bro, hello Game Bros. Okay, <laughs> uh, we didn't actually record last weekend and it's entirely on me. Bro, it was a crazy busy weekend. <laughs> but I did miss our conversation, our podcast a lot. So I'm really excited and super happy to be here today with you. <laughs> I'm super excited too. And that's fine. I mean, uh, we have crazy busy lives. Uh, everyone knows that now. Um, and so it, it's fine to skip a weekend. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to take time, time off. Uh, I completely get that. I was missing you too. And you know what? We are recording today. And today is a beautiful day. And yes. yeah. Great time to record. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, bro, it's okay. so good to be here. Okay, bro. I mean, we usually talk, um, and now with our new podcast, we talk all sorts of things. And today we have a yes. really interesting topic. We do. But, bro, last time we spoke, <laughs> I made this, I had this really complicated task of convincing you. Yes. To buy an Xbox. <laughs> and I tried to be as persuasive as they make them. And I hope I was persuasive enough. So tell us, bro, any news you wanted to share with us? Oh, my God. You were super persuasive. Um, <laughs> the thing is, uh, I did not purchase my new Xbox, but... I should do it soon. It's just that my mother will be visiting us uh, basically this week. Uh, she's arriving on Thursday uh, and she's going to stay with us for like 10 days or so. And so Aww. the idea was, I don't think it's a good idea to buy a new console right now just mm -hmm. to enjoy it for one weekend and then having to put it aside for like two weeks. So I'm going to be back on tracks to purchase a new one when she's back to France. Uh, so super excited and i think i will go for the series x and not the series s mm -hmm. um i pretty much made my mind uh and so yeah i i can't wait i really can't wait because i've been playing a lot lately uh, oh, okay <laughs> we, we we definitely want to hear more bro what have you been playing on your so computer right and, uh, on both, so on my computer and also on my PS4. So okay. on on my PS4, I finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was kind of a big deal, you know, like my, my game was kind of ongoing at the time I resumed playing it. I was at like probably halfway through the story at the time. And so I'm done with the main story. Of course, it's not like 100% completion, but I don't think it's doable these days uh, with our crazy busy lives. So <laughs> yeah. I may do it one day, but at least I finished the main story. So I'm super excited about this. Uh, and on my PC, I've been playing a game that I don't think that you would like it. To be honest with you, I don't think that you would approve, but I, <laughs> I probably like put 20 hours lately into that game. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a construction game. It's not RimWorld. <laughs> it's called City Skylines. I, I mm. I'm not sure. I, I don't know if you're aware of that game or if you've never you know heard of it. No. Nope. So the, the the basic point of that game is to create your city 
Okay, so mm -hmm. yeah, you're constructing roads, you're constructing buildings and so on. Uh, you're trying to make money out of it. Uh, it's like a strategy game, but like basically where you construct your city. I've been super excited about that game, interestingly, because I mean, it's just a construction game. So it's eh, uh, but I, I just love it. Uh, it reminds me of SimCity. I, I don't know if you played SimCity in the yeah, past. Yeah, that but one I know. Yeah, okay, bro, okay. Bro, that's so you, bro. I mean, the, the, <laughs> so the Assassin's Creed one, I mean, I have, <laughs> I've been meaning to play that game, like seriously play that game for mm -hmm. a long time mm -hmm. now. Uh, but it's one of those games that, you know, they're a little like even intimidating when you think about yeah, how for sure. deep and complex they are versus how much time we have to invest on them. For uh, sure. But bro, this other one is it, it's really you. Yeah. Like it's it's a game that Guillaume would spend hours having fun with. Sure. Oh. And I was super close of playing RimWorld again, you know, like just putting mm. like 10 hours or 20 hours in, into RimWorld. And I was like, oh, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think that my bro would approve. So no, <laughs> <laughs> I tested another game, an interesting one, though. So, yeah, City Skylines, uh, for those who are not super aware of that game, it's a great game from Paradox Interactive. Um, it's kind of old. I think it was released in 2014 or 2015. But the graphics are pretty good for a construction game. You don't need like super, like HD, I mean, it's HD. Uh, it's kind of 4K too. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's, it's really good. It's not bad. It's just that like you don't need more, you know. And for those who are into strategy games and into like building your own city, managing your city and so on, really good game, really good game. I've been playing the vanilla versions. They have a lot of DLCs. Uh, but I don't have time for DLCs at the moment. I'm just enjoying with my tiny little city where I have like 50,000 people, which is okay. not too bad. That's a decent that, city. That's a very decent city already, bro. Congratulations. Yeah, that's not too bad. I'm, and I'm guessing you would be like the mayor of, of the city, right? <laughs> yes, okay. yes. And I've been putting trees everywhere because I'm a nerd, Aww. you know, like I'm posing the game and like putting trees and like doing micromanagement here and there. <laughs> I'm managing my roads, you know, because I don't want traffic. I hate traffic. So I was like, hey, you know what? I don't want traffic there. So let's construct, I don't know, like another interstate right there super interesting game bro like i oh, love it bro. okay I, yes. I must say that every mayor should actually play this game and be successful at it before they get, <laughs> are actually allowed to run any real city <laughs> i love Just that saying. i love that yeah that's a good idea that's a good idea i'm with you bro, there <laughs> i've uh continued to play the witcher mm. and so i uh, and this time i told you i'm like conquering or, or visiting every question mark on the map and, and, and doing oh every God. little side quest. And, and the good thing is because I know the game now, like the main story, I know the main story pretty well, I can actually focus on those things that are, are more more like the detail, right? Wow. Uh, yeah. But but bro, it's incredible like uh, how much stuff I didn't know about the game. Like I, I have this really cool Witcher gear that when, when I was playing like the first few times I, I didn't have time to like find all the, the like the instructions to craft the actual Witcher gear and stuff and uh -huh. but it but Geralt is much more of a badass if he's properly dressed like a real For Witcher sure. oh, so yeah. that's pretty awesome and the other <laughs> thing that I realized bro so I just officially chose Yennefer in the game because last time I, I chose okay. 
trees and, and I was like this time I'm gonna choose Yennefer and <laughs> so there's this one side quest that they make um, yes. about Geralt and, and Yennefer and the one thing I didn't realize bro is that the, their dialogue throughout the, mm -hmm. the, the little quest um, is 100% on uh, the TV show oh it's really cool because like if you never read the books Uh -huh. Or nor um, play the first few games. That that little chat between them mm -hmm. means nothing to you, because you know they're talking about things in the past. But if you actually watch the TV show, you know exactly what they're talking about. And I mean, wow. you can actually check every single detail about what they say. Everything shows in the in the TV show, so it, it's really cool, bro. I never realized. I that. like it. I yeah. like it. Oh, that's great, bro. Oh, my God. And you must be so excited because that's probably your favorite game of all times or like around those lines with Breath of the Wild and so on. And Horizon, because we have to talk about Horizon. We A have new at some point. Horizon is coming. Yes. And you have, you have a PS5. Mm -hmm. I, I have a PS4. And I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I will buy it on my PS4. Oh, yeah. I will I buy it. I think it's going to be totally worth it, bro. And I mean, uh, it, yeah. it's going to be good to choose this game to actually review a game mm -hmm. together. I mean, it's been yes. a while, so, so it's going yeah. to be fun, bro. It's been a while. So I'm super excited about Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Uh, one thing we did not mention, I think, is the Pokemon uh, that was released. I think it was three weeks ago, something yeah. around those lines. Uh, bro, I don't know if we had a chance to really discuss it, but... I've been watching some reviews online and people are kind of in between. Even IGN mm -hmm. is like, you know what? It's kind of a cool game, but it's not deep. Okay. Um, yeah, so they gave 7.5, I think, or 7, mm -hmm. which is not good. I for IGN. way more than that. It Yeah, like when you when you look at their past reviews of Pokemon, of Pokemon games, like they are giving like nines or exactly. sometimes tens. Yeah. Seven is not group. It's not good. So mm -hmm. basically, you do not have arenas. Um, like you cannot really fight other, um, I mean, trainers and like stuff like that. Basically, the only purpose of that game is to be in a kind of open world, but like the open world kind of sucks. It's not great, apparently. Oh. Like the Yeah, the graphics are not top-notch. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, I mean, the gameplay apparently is amazing. So it's super smooth. You don't have any transition, you know, like, or loading screens. You're just catching Pokemons in real life, you know. So okay. that's, that's great. And you can watch them and see them. But people are basically saying that the world is empty. Mm -hmm. at the moment so like sometimes you're just like wandering around and like not finding any pokemon worth it and there is nothing else to do you know the the goal is just to complete the pokedex kind of so bro yeah i i'm not buying that game uh just for a simple reason it's not because i'm a pokemon fan that i have to or i feel like i have to buy a game mm -hmm. uh, to be honest with you i'm gonna wait for probably like several updates Uh, especially regarding the graphics. Uh, and I'm looking forward to play Horizon Forbidden West uh, in, the, in the future future. Uh, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I may buy it as, at some point, but I'm not going to buy it now. Yeah, bro, I mean, I, I must say that I've always been a bit skeptical about this Pokemon game. Mm -hmm. They, 
Mm-hmm. Whenever people say too much before mm-hmm. the game actually is released, mm-hmm. you're you're just like building in yeah. a, a, a like it's this sort of like unreachable expectation, you know, like mm-hmm. it's never mm-hmm. gonna be as awesome as you picture it, and they gave it uh, they gave us too much time to picture it. And I, I agree. The, the 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 main idea behind the game, like you know this. Um, ancient Kanto place where you know Pokemon and humans weren't uh, really a thing yet. It's uh, the original idea is actually pretty awesome, yeah. but when I was watching the trailers, I, I was just looking at the characters and the, it's not like they are old. I mean, the Pokeball has already been invented. I mean, and the Pokeball is yeah. like, in theory like a really technological thing. So Light I mean, yeah. the, the, I, I think there are major flaws in the game plus the Pokemon mm-hmm. that they chose like. Uh-huh. They're not the, the original 151, and I mean, I'm so old-fashioned, bro. I sort of stopped in that generation. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whenever I look at those weird Pokemons around, I, it's just too much for me. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I, I like your idea of waiting for them to, you know, um, mm-hmm. update the game, and there's probably gonna have a ton of DLC, you know, where they're yeah. going to put more stuff mm-hmm. in the game but yeah i'm with you i'm i'm not about to buy the game right now yeah and i mean we we have to be honest with uh, the pokemon company too uh, i mean we have very good we are very good clients in general of pokemon games and it's just that if we are not buying this, this concept for some reason we don't have to i mean yeah. uh, and it's the same for our audience don't feel like you have to buy the next pokemon game because it's gonna be amazing. And to be honest with you, I have kind of the same feeling with BOTW, Breath of the Wild, uh, the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, I we loved so much Breath of the Wild uh, that having a second version or like uh, a sequel to that one, I'm so, so afraid. I told you that in a past episode, but I have the same feeling. I feel like they are kind of like overselling a game and I feel like it won't be able to deliver at the same level as uh, its predecessor because basically Breath of the Wild was a new game, brand new. Everyone discovered it. Um, I even heard in a podcast and I loved it and I wanted to share that with you. One guy was saying, I bought Horizon, the first one, so Zero Dawn, Mm -hmm. at the time uh, when it was released basically and they were like, Unfortunately for that game, Breath of the Wild was released two weeks after. And the guy was like, you know what? I never finished Horizon Zero Dawn just for that reason. Because BOTW was such a huge game. Such a a great game. The the game of the decade, you know? Mm -hmm. That even Horizon has to be put on the side for Breath of the Wild. So... I'm so afraid, bro, of BOTW2, you know? I'm so afraid of the sequel. Yeah, bro, I mean, it's an impossible, um, you know, task that the developers have. I mean, (sighs) I I don't think that I will ever play another game like Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just too much. It's too much expectation. It's too difficult Mm -hmm. to to reach. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even know if when the first one was released if the developers actually knew what they made it's uh i know it's on a whole other level 
Yeah. And combined with a new console too, because it was mm -hmm. released on the on the what is Wii U, like the other console that Nintendo had at the time. But basically, it was released with the Switch yeah. uh, too. And bro, like knowing that you have a brand new console, brand new concept that you can bring handheld with you, that you can have on your TV, uh, with such an amazing game, you know, you have the combo to make a game of the decade, if not of the, like, ever, you know, like, mm -hmm. of the century. I don't know, like, best game ever. That's what we said one time. Yeah. Like, I think that Breath of the Wild, it's going to be complicated to, to reproduce this kind of success. And knowing that they are building onto Breath of the Wild, I'm even more scared. You know, it's like, oh, you sure? You know, yeah. like, I, I mean, twisting the story would be even better because doing a sequel... Oh, you know, like we have super high expectations. We have in incredible expectations with that game. And it was the same with Pokemon. Everyone was like, the next Pokemon is going to be open world. It's going to be amazing. You'll see. And then we have Legion's Arceus arriving and you're like, um, okay, so your graphics suck. And mm. you don't fight other trainers or kind of. I mean, you don't have arenas. You don't have a league uh, to defeat. What is what is wrong with you guys, you know? Like, Breath of the Wild was created four or five years ago. Like, yeah. what is wrong with you? You had four years to build a Pokemon game that would be decent, you mm -hmm. know? With good graphics. We are not asking 4K graphics. We are asking good graphics, anime graphics. But apparently, even the grass is not moving and following the wind, you know? Like, so one tree is going one way, the grass is going another oh one, and uh, people are like... Clumsy. yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, like, did you, like, spend six months working on that game or, like, mm -hmm. several years? Like, I don't get it. So people are kind of complaining. And I That's think that crazy. IGN should have given, like, something around four. You know, like, it's fine. You can just tell the Pokemon company, don't buy that game, you know, to people. Yeah, don't bro, buy that game. I, I think seven for IGN is a four. I mean... Yeah, I know. Yeah. If not a two or three <laughs> exactly i mean for, for if you actually follow their their reviews yes. like seven yes. you know when when you get a six it's like uh, you're, you're at the bottom dude exactly. you're really low yeah exactly bro <laughs> oh bro okay so enough about video games uh we are video gamers but today we have a very special topic very special and it was your idea, bro. I will let you introduce that idea because I love it. And mm -hmm. I can't wait to hear why you want to discuss that with me today. Ah, oh, yes, bro. Okay, I'm, I'm really excited about this topic because, you know, uh, our listeners are tired of, you know, uh, listen to us saying that, you know, you and I are very synchronized in life. In many ways, you know, we, we have very similar careers. We are about the same age. We both got married to our wives really young. Yes. Um, and that's all true and awesome. And I love that. But there is one single feature about us that <laughs> makes the whole difference. Right, bro? You're a dad. Yes. I am. You're a dad of two wonderful kids. And... Mm -hmm. and and Kenny and I still don't have kids, and I don't even know if we're going to have kids one day. Okay. And so, bro, the whole thing came to me when, when you know, Kenny and I were, you know, just chatting, mm -hmm. drinking wine like we normally do and <laughs> chat about life. 
<laughs> and and we were talking about you know okay if if we decide to become mm -hmm. parents mm -hmm. we gotta decide soon you know because I'm, yeah. I'm 32 she's 36 mm -hmm. so we're like okay the the, the mm -hmm. clock's ticking you know <laughs> and, and and we were like you know because the the thing is bro yeah. my mom has a mm -hmm. very romantic way of saying of of seeing you know parenthood uh -huh. to her it was the most wonderful thing that could possibly happen in her life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is adorable to hear wonderful etc mm -hmm. especially for her son right yes uh, and then on the other hand i have my mother-in-law mm -hmm. who is m m a much more practical person okay and constantly tell us how difficult it is to be a mother and and okay. you know all the challenges you know financially speaking mentally speaking timely speaking because she was basically like you have none and and so Kenny and I were chatting about these really two opposite ways mm -hmm. of seeing life and and I said you know what this would be an incredible topic for our podcast especially because I know Guillaume would be very straightforward with me you know uh -huh. He wouldn't sugarcoat anything. He would be very okay. honest because that's my bro. So then, bro, <laughs> I helped you deciding on whether you would have an Xbox and you have to, to help me decide whether or not to have a kid. <laughs> okay, Just a so simple let's. Test. Uh, it's a simple one, you know. Okay, let's start with one point. It's gonna be more expensive to have a kid than buying an Xbox Series X. <laughs> let's do okay, this. Okay, I, I gotta take notes here. Okay, that's an important. You have point. to. You have to. <laughs> so, so what I love, bro, and I loved your introduction because I would say that your mom and your mother-in-law are both correct. Um, mm -hmm. In my opinion, I feel like. Having two kids was the most beautiful thing that happened in my life. Um, it's incredible. Uh, it's kind of changing your life for sure. But at the same time, I feel like we are going through phases in, in life. And my kids arrived at the right moment, in my opinion. Uh, meaning that we went through phases uh, in our lives, meaning we went to the US uh, with Pauline, so we moved to a new country, we really enjoyed the life. And at some point you are asking yourself, like, do, you, do we want to settle as a family? And to us, family was meaning more than just the two of us and a cat. Uh, because of course, we still have our cat and we love yeah. our cat. Um, but it was more than that. It was like, do we really want to settle here? And so with Pauline, we've been straightforward like with each other for a long time. We know that we want kids. We wanted kids at the time. Uh, so it was not a matter of like, do we or when should we have okay. kids, you know? Uh, and so what we realized first, and I think I have to say it, there is no perfect moment to have kids. Um, Bro, that was my very first question to you. Like, mm -hmm. So, so mother nature didn't call you, um, you know, you didn't look at your life and you said, you know, this is the precise or, mm -hmm. or the very best moment. Nothing like mm -hmm. that. It just... No, no. Uh, what, what I'm saying by uh, 
we are going through phases is that sometimes you just want to change and like instead of let's say i don't know like going to a new vacation place or something you have to ask yourself the question do we want kids you know because that's probably the thing that we are missing you know i really feel like that it's probably not genetics but like something inside that um kind of an urgency to know you know like just to have a kid and to have someone like a little human to raise and so i felt like at the time before having gab gabriel my my first son that i was missing something in my life it was not depression i was not feeling so down but i felt like i was missing something and I could not really put words uh, into what I was missing because I, I love Pauline, I loved my life, I love my cat. We were going outside, we had amazing friends, including you. Um, but I was deep inside missing something, you know, like there was something wrong or off. Uh, not wrong, off, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we discussed with Pauline and Pauline at the time was not really uh, ready Uh, let's say, uh, to have kids. She was like, but we are enjoying life. You know, it's sunny in San Diego. We can go to the beach. We can do this and that and this. And I was like, I get that. It's just that everyone around us is telling us there is no perfect moment. And at some point, Pauline was like, you know what? I think I'm ready. And at that moment, it was the other way around. I was like, yeah, but you know what? I'm not really sure. I like playing <laughs> video games in the evening, you know, and like chilling on the couch with you and having dinner when we want to have dinner, you know. Uh, so we were going through that phase where she wanted to have kids, I wanted to have kids and so on and so forth. And at some point we were like, you know what? Let's stop taking the pill. And if something should happen, it's going to happen, you know. We are okay. not going to plan anything. It's just that we both said at some point that we were ready. There is no perfect moment. There is no perfect job, you know, to say, hey, I want a kid now because I have a stability or whatever. No, mm-hmm. I think that you create your own stability too. You know, of course, having a kid at 16 is probably like very complicated. Uh, but let's say that when you feel like you have some some stability in your life it's probably a good moment uh or i mean it's starting to be a good moment in your life Mm -hmm. to have kids so that's what we felt we stopped taking the pill and pauline got pregnant i think i think three months after something it was actually pretty fast i mean for some couples it takes a little longer but yeah bro Mm -hmm. that's so awesome i have so many questions for you for example Mm -hmm. Um, you just told us that, you know, you, you, although you're feeling really happy, you mm-hmm. have this void. There was, there yeah. was something off. Mm-hmm. Um, after you had Gab, this mm-hmm. something was gone. Was it like immediately like, okay, this is what I needed. Now I am fulfilled as a person. Bro, just like your mom said, uh, Gab and Lelo, my two kids, are the love of my life. I, I love Pauline uh, more than anything else, but those two are my blood. It's insane. I cannot really describe it, but it was completely gone first, uh, this void. Uh-huh. And second, I had for the first time a purpose in my life. For the first wow. time. Very first one. Before having kids, I was lo- in love with my life, but it was not. Um, it was not full. You know, it's like 
yeah, like I, I'm loving what I'm doing now, but I don't know what will happen in 10 years, you know, I will probably do this and that. And then you start having a kid and you're like, oh my God, now I'm responsible for a little human being and I want to make that little human being the best possible, you know, like to raise him well, to tell him stuff, to teach him stuff, you know, and like to cook with him. I love cooking. And right now, these days, I'm cooking with my son. So, yeah, that void was completely gone at the moment wow. I got yeah, completely gone. Oh, bro. I'm, OK, I'm enjoying this conversation so much already. Um, <laughs> no, really, I, I, I really am. Because um, the thing is, it's it's one of the things I constantly ask myself, do mm -hmm. I need to have to fill this void in order mm -hmm. to decide to be a father because the the thing is i don't think i have that of course i have my okay. days you know everybody mm -hmm. has you know yeah yeah the okay. right to be blue every now and then yeah you know? oh yeah mm -hmm. uh, and, and of course i have my days as well but it's like most of the time i i feel great i i okay. love everything that i have Mm -hmm. uh, my, my house is extremely organized and quiet <laughs> and I like order, you know, and, uh, and, and bro, no, I mean, like, it's going to change if you have kids. <laughs> exactly. And I mean, you are a very organized guy too. And so yes. is Pauline. And, mm -hmm. and I've met you guys before being parents and after, mm -hmm. and, and to me, you guys have always been the same couple. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. Why am I saying this? Because I know couples that changed dramatically mm -hmm. after they became, mm -hmm. uh, you know, parents. And mm -hmm. I think the main reason why they changed was because they weren't ready, really yeah. ready. They are mm -hmm. exhausted all the time. They're grumpy. Mm -hmm. They're just, they feel like they're now they're missing something like you know how life is happening oh, yeah. too fast and they don't mm -hmm. have time to enjoy but mm -hmm. with you guys it's the opposite <laughs> i feel like you're enjoying yes you're tired yes you had your moments yes you tell me of all the times tired. you know <laughs> i'm super tired <laughs> you, you, you but told yeah. me of all the nights you didn't sleep well and mm -hmm. but other than that i saw this couple that was already really happy and, and mm -hmm. great as a couple being happier. Yeah. And, and I blame that on, on to your maturity. I think the mm -hmm. both of you were so ready for this. And we were one thing that I'm really scared when I think about being a father is that I, I don't feel ready. So I guess okay. my, my, my other question to you, my next question to you is when Pauline told you she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. Did you feel ready, or were you scared? What? How? How did you feel? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a combination of both, I would say. Um, of course, when you have your second kid, it's gonna be different because you know when you raised one already, or starting ra raised raised one, mm -hmm. raising one. But basically, uh, with Gab, when she told me she was pregnant, I was the happiest you know man on, on like on earth and at the same time i was worried because at that particular moment i knew that at least financially i was involved in something so big mm -hmm. 
that you cannot even realize. Mm-hmm. Especially in the US. Uh, I mean, when yeah. you're in a country like France, you know, where you have like a lot of help from the government and so on, uh, people just don't realize, you know, like sometimes when French people complain and they're like, yeah, but we don't have huge salaries and so on. And you're like, but dude, you're not paying for daycare or barely, uh, you know, it's stop complaining. Sometimes you have a retirement plan that is waiting for you. You don't have to overthink it here in the US. Everything is on you. So if you're you don't have a lot of money, you know that you won't have a retirement or a proper yeah. one uh, or you cannot like send your kids to college because you cannot mm-hmm. pay for them. So, yeah, like, but let, let's not get into politics now. But basically what I knew at the moment I, I knew that Pauline was pregnant is that I was happy. But at the same time, bro, it's like, okay, now I have to think like a father. And you're not thinking like just like before because before it was like yeah you know what i have this money on my bank account i want a new video game i can no like right now you'll have to save for diapers you'll have to save for milk and like every formula and so on and so forth you have a lot of expenses but at the same time what i was keeping in mind was that that was a new adventure about to start and because my parents were kind of far away too it was something that we would live together with pauline and so i was extremely excited by that idea of raising our kid by ourselves you know like you can do it that's that's your baby you can do it and so i was not scared at all about like the idea of raising a kid because no one could judge me if that makes sense oh i see it does yeah really does i mean it's funny because you know 95 percent of people that i know mm-hmm. uh, are always like they're ever so thankful that their parents are around Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it's not even because they were scared. I don't think yeah, they were at first, but also they. <laughs> it's like this place where you dump your kids when you can no longer, you know, control yourself. You're so tired, yeah. or you really want to do something. So you just basically say, you know what? You go to you go to your grandpa mm-hmm. and your grandma, and and you know you stay there for a while. <laughs> and so it's funny because to you it was the opposite it was a motivation yeah. and mm-hmm. and that is really interesting bro and i mean another thing that came to mind when you're basically describing all of this um mm-hmm. i remember vividly when kenny and i were celebrating i think our fifth anniversary and you called me saying that um, asking me to stay with Gab because Eleanor was being born, um, and this and this was awesome in so many ways, like in so many ways. Because first, having the opportunity to help her brother like this is is a privilege. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I loved being there for you. It was really important for me, for Kenny mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. And we also got to be there for Gab, even if it was for a few hours. That was, pretty, yeah. it felt pretty great. Yeah. Uh, but the the point where I was getting into, bro, was like, first, you had this void. Mm-hmm. Uh, something was off. And then Gab yeah. came to your life. And yeah. this void was gone. Completely. And you were really happy and fulfilled. And of course, you had your doubts. 
-hmm. but, but you were happy and, and I remember you being happy from the very first moment. Yeah. But then you guys decided to have a second baby. <laughs> and so the reason for the second baby was probably different from the reason of the first baby. Yeah. Uh, this one was more, I would say, practical. Um, I have brothers, Paulina sisters, and so we could not picture a future for Gab without brothers or sisters, or mm. I mean one, because we are stopping at two. It's official, it's on record, uh, I don't want a third <laughs> kid. <laughs> two is enough, two is enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like having brothers and pulling having sisters we knew how important it was to basically play with someone you know mm -hmm. uh, when you're like growing older and like turning nine ten eleven uh, when you want to share something not specifically with your parents most of the time you're going to your brother or sister and so that's what we wanted for gab um of course what was crazy to us because i mean sometimes we are crazy with pauline um what what went through our mind at the time was that okay we are already tired we are changing diapers every day we are feeding formula to a little human being on a regular basis we know how to do it we are I, i'm not gonna say we are great parents but we we know how to do it you know we are parents of a baby and so our crazy idea was you know what we can have another one right now. It's it's okay, you know. It's like just a second baby. We are two. Uh, at the time, I was fortunate enough to have a great European fellowship uh, that was covering for a great long parental leave, mm -hmm. um, and so I was able to take three months uh, off when I was getting a baby, having a baby, basically, and so a newborn uh, to take care of him, and so. I think it was a combination of factors that made me realize that if I was at some point switching to the industry, I would not get three months with my new second newborn, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. And so it was like, is there going to be a good time to have a second one or is now because we are already tired and having like to change diapers and so on, we are basically ready. Can we have a second one now? It was more of a, I don't think that later will be better you okay. know because it's tiring to have a baby mm -hmm. and bro i got my little girl 14 months after my firstborn <sighs> how to start um that's a bad idea i mean that's a bad idea that's an amazing idea <laughs> uh it's amazing please, it's a please elaborate bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious now. <laughs> I was about to. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's amazing now. Today, uh, as of today, it's amazing. Uh, because Gab is turning, th turning three. Lelo is turning two in a month and a half. What is amazing uh, with this is that they are so close. They are sharing stuff of their age. It's appropriate, you know. They are playing the same stuff they are growing together and that was the idea when we mm -hmm. decided to have like a back to back to back babies basically the bad thing is that you think you're ready but you're not you're no not way. i mean yeah I, we were ready we knew how to change diapers and so on it's just that bro it's not like twice the amount of work it's like 
17 times because you're no already way. tired. <laughs> I mean, if I had to redo it, I would. Okay. I would because right now I'm seeing them very close uh, to each other and I think it was perfect. Okay. But when she was a newborn, so when Eleonore was a newborn, when Gab was a one-year-old baby, super needy because they tend to be jealous at the time and they realize that they, are, they have a baby sister around that is taking a lot of time, they tend not to sleep well at night, you know? Mm. And if it's not the like one, it's the other and so on and so forth. Uh, when one is teething, it's not the other one. But when the other one is not teething, it's the other that is teething, you mm -hmm. know? Or when one has a cold, of course, the other one will get the same cold. Oh, yeah. So, <clears throat> bro, it's like a lot of work. A lot of work. But it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, the good thing is that, as I said, you started changing diapers. We had no gap <laughs> whatsoever so it's just like going back to size one diapers mm -hmm. you know but it's amazing because right now like i mean gabby's potty trained for instance so he's going to the restroom like a normal human human being and he's training his baby sister you know he's oh like God, yeah you have to so remove your horrible. yeah you have to remove your diaper and go there and i will show you and then you have paper and it's it's so cute it's so cute, you know? Oh my god, that's so adorable, yeah. bro. So that, that's the thing. So I, I'm, I'm gonna say that you think you're ready, but you have to be strong, okay? Mm -hmm. So And by strong, I mean you need a couple. So you need to get along with your wife at the time. Yeah. If you think that your couple is not doing great at this moment, enjoy your first, first kid and please invest in your couple uh -huh. um, I'm saying that for a reason we've we've always been extremely like strong with Pauline with some phases you know in life that happens but never with the kids mm -hmm. when we got our kids like we were stronger than ever and we were not two but one human being raising two kids you know when Pauline is saying something I'm gonna stick with what she's saying uh -huh. uh, like they will never get to let's say mommy or daddy to have something special they know that we will discuss communicate and will give the same message you know very important that's so bro. awesome bro yeah but please guys and like that's for the audience right there if your couple is not strong and if you think that making and raising a child will help whatsoever i'm gonna be 300 percent honest with you it's not gonna be helping at all at all having a child is extremely difficult and it's not difficult in a way that you won't be able to make it but you're so tired you know, even if your kids are, are sleeping at night, you're tired because you have a lot more things to think about. You know, he's going to daycare and today is sick. I have to take a day off. I have to do this and that and this. So you have so many things in your in your brain. And if your couple is not strong or strong enough to raise a new human being, I don't think that the couple will be able to make it. And that's why we are seeing like so many divorces around, you know, like mm -hmm. people that think that they are like getting like stronger together, you know, raising a kid. 
No, because it's not working that way. You have to love each other before raising a kid. You know, you have to want this kid together. You want to, I don't, it's a new step in your couple life, you know? It's not just, we are not doing so great, so you, we are making a baby. Dude, that's weird. Why would you do that? Because it's extremely exhausting to have a kid. <laughs> Does that make oh. sense? It, it makes perfect sense. I mean, not from experience because I don't have that, but yeah, from, from, from examples, you know, like I've, uh -huh. mm -hmm. I've seen that. I've seen, uh, well, very closely, actually, because, you know, my, my sister, my, my former brother-in-law mm -hmm. were going through a rough time mm -hmm. already when they decided to have my nephew. Mm -hmm. And my nephew is this brilliant, most awesome kid on the planet yeah but you know my sister got divorced and i mean yeah. it, it was it's like uh, and i remember she's saying this a kid for a couple that is actually you know synchronized and and a team just like you mm -hmm. described a kid is just mm -hmm. like a glue it yeah. puts them even closer together yeah mm -hmm. but if it's the other way around the kid is just the final trigger yeah. For separation. And I mean, now it's it's basically what I, I'm in love with this episode already, bro. I have, <laughs> I, I have three questions for you. Okay. That I've been meaning to ask. So I'm going to take I'm ready. notes because I cannot forget oh. any of them. Okay. So much pressure. <laughs> I love this already. Uh, bro, what is the best thing about being a father? If you have to tell me, like, well, the one thing, like, I, I don't even know, it doesn't have to be a sentence, doesn't have to be with one word, but I want to know what is, in your opinion, the best thing about being a father? Um, it's the most joyful thing, I, I think. Uh, so, meaning that when we were talking about having blue days, you know, like, mm -hmm. today is not great, something may be off. At the moment you see your kids, it's completely gone. It's completely gone because it goes beyond just knowing that those are your kids. Because it's not just that. It's your blood. I, I cannot even describe it. It's weird. But like, yeah, like you just watch them for like one minute and the day has been worth it already. You know, like you just wake wow. up in the morning, you're tired. You, you're grumpy, you know, like you're not having a good day. You don't have coffee, but I do have coffee all the time. <laughs> um, and, you know, okay, one, I, I have to give you one example. I'm not the kind of guy that will share his coffee, right? Like my right. coffee is super important. Mm -hmm. If Gab is asking for some coffee, of course I'm going to let him have some coffee. He's, he's going to not like it because coffee is disgusting to a little human being. Mm -hmm. But I would share my coffee with Gab. If Gab is asking me to like do something like that is not really his age, but like I'm gonna be able to train him or teach him, I will do it happily. Uh, bro, yeah, it goes beyond like words. It's like I, I don't know. It's so joyful. It's it's amazing. It's like you're having a nice day. And of course you have bad days with kids. Like sometimes they are teething or they are grumpy. But still, you have to remember that like those are your tiny little humans that you're raising to be become good human beings. Um, and bro, no, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. I, I, it's your blood. 
It's okay. your blood. That, uh, that that was really intense, and I mean, I <laughs> no really like that. That's awesome, bro. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I know you're very <laughs> honest, and and you're not like sugarcoating life. I love that about mm -mm. you. Uh, mm -hmm. Neither is Pauline. I love that about the both of you. And <laughs> can you tell me what is the worst thing about being a parent? Or is there a worst thing about being a parent? There is. Um, financial struggle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, and we started reali realizing this, uh, I would say, a year or so ago, um, that raising kids is extremely expensive, at least in the US. Uh, paying for two daycares of young babies at the same time is extremely expensive mm -hmm. and kind of a burden on a couple that is making some money, you know. Uh, we are not extremely rich, but I don't consider myself poor. But at the same time, um, our spendings in what is related to the kids in general is mm -hmm. our top spending, our top mm -hmm. expense every month. So okay. when you combine everything related to the kids, we are close to like 3.5K a month. Wow. Yeah. So, and it's not against them. Again, uh, you know, if I was to travel back to France and live in France, you know, um, I wouldn't pay so much. I would probably pay nothing. But I decided to stay in the US with Pauline. That's our adventure. We are loving it. So we are going through this uh, like time, complicated times, uh, but we are doing that together. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I think that in like one, two years, it's gonna be better. We do have some savings and investments. It should be fine. It's just that it's some, some days, it's, you feel it, you know, it's like, I know that we, financially speaking, we, we are not doing so great because we are burning money mm -hmm. and it, you can feel bad at those moments. So when I said that you will know when you're ready, kind of like, you know, you have that void and so on, but you also have to be prepared financially. And that's another thing that I have to say. Uh, yeah, like buckle up because having kids is very expensive. Okay, bro, that, that was really rich and it's a great linker to my next question because you see from, I'm having so much fun interviewing you right now. I don't know if you realize this, but I'm about to make like a show about this, you know, like uh, it, it's just the best. Um, bro, uh, when you put all of that together, you know, mm -hmm. best thing about being a parent mm -hmm. Uh, it's much more difficult to describe than the worst thing about being a parent. And that mm -hmm. tells me a lot because mm -hmm. it, it's basically um, telling me that vocabulary wise, it's impossible to describe how good it is, mm -hmm. but it's very mm -hmm. doable to describe how bad it is. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a very analytical person and that basically is yes. telling me that the, the balance, you know, the scale, <laughs> is uh -huh. way heavier on the good stuff. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But at the same time, the two things that you just described to me are a bit uh, antagonic. They're a bit mm -hmm. opposite from one another because mm -hmm. from one end, I felt you the strongest Guillaume I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. But on the other end, there is vulnerability. And yeah. I mean, I'm speaking 
you know about like my, my perspective about life I'm, I'm, you know I'm very uh, mm. results oriented so yeah my my financial health extremely important to me yeah and mm-hmm. and, and, and and that's something that I'm very proud of and something that I'm very afraid of losing I, I feel very vulnerable otherwise so mm-hmm. my question is the father Guillaume Mm. is a weaker person or mm. a stronger person than single <laughs> young and, and 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 i mean uh, when i say weaker stronger i guess I, I mean is it a hard strong person or a more vulnerable person with more fears than you had before oh that's a good one that's a good one um first I don't think that there is any connection between the single Guillaume and uh, dad Guillaume mm-hmm. because as I just would describe it right now, you're a parent. So like, it's not just about you, it's about everyone in the family. Uh, before, and I mean, to be practical, if something is not going well between Pauline and I, even financially, let's say, we can always split up, divorce, move somewhere else, make our like good life someplace else no one is gonna judge us uh we won't have that you know stuff like that mm-hmm. when you start having a family that's usually when you start like investing in a house or investing in a car like bigger car um that's when you have to pay for a lot of stuff related to the to the kids as i said but at the same time bro i would say that i become like i'm i'm much stronger now um, and stronger by in one way. Um, that's when you start being very careful about everything in life, not just mm-hmm. for yourself, but for the family. So you have to become stronger. You have to be strong. So instead of just buying a new game, you just think for yourself and for the rest of the family, like, should I put those $70 in that game right now? because there is nothing, no, th- no strings attached. Or should I put it on my savings or invest them for the future of college, you know, for the kids? And that's when you also become stronger because you, you learn about like investments, you know? I was interested about investments before, but when you start having kids, it's no joke. It's like, dude, you have to start investing now because mm-hmm. it's no joke. If you don't do it, you're not gonna be able to make it or pay for their college if you're not doing it. So I think that for someone that is not super organized, which is not the case for you, um, it's, and if you're ready, of course, and if you have some like money, it's also bringing some um, organization in your life, you know, like Mm -hmm. some, um, some meaning, you know, it's not just about like wasting your money anymore, it's about being an adult for once you know it's like you have a family and the family comes first that's my opinion and that's why you have to be strong i'm also vulnerable but like not super vulnerable but like the more you will get practical about the about being a father or parent in general the less vulnerability you will have basically Mm -hmm. so if you are organized and if you prepare everything and if you say for instance 
20% of my salary will go to this account because it has to. If I have to eat pasta for the rest of the month, it's gonna be pasta. If I don't have to go to the restaurant anymore, I won't go to the restaurant because guess what? Family first. Mm -hmm. So I would say that I'm stronger because before I would have like gone to the restaurant, you know, or I would have spent my money and like that money would have been gone forever. And right Mm -hmm. now it's like, I'm doing that for my kids, but I also feel like that I, I have grown to a better version of myself, meaning that now without anyone's help, like I was able to do that with Pauline and build something together, you know? So like I would consider myself stronger than weaker because if I was weak, I would not be able to pay the bills, for instance, you know? But right now I feel super strong because I'm paying for the bills, I'm enjoying my life, and I have beautiful days pretty much every day. Of course, like you have some days that are off too, but bro, like, yeah. So, for, okay, can I say one thing? Of course, please. One. Pauline this morning, so we were having breakfast and she was telling me like one of the saddest thing on earth. So she got an email uh, on her cell phone and that's sad. That's a sad story. So like if people don't want to hear that story, like feel, feel free to just like, jump forward whatever but like she heard that one of the mother in one of her school committed suicide mm. and at that moment you're hurt as a parent you know it's like you cannot you cannot do that you know i i don't know what i don't know where but if that mom would have come to me and say i want 10k or i will do that i would have given those 10ks you know like even if it's like not good but bro like when you have kids it's not about yourself anymore it's about the family so of course i felt super sad but i did not i did not feel sad for the mom i felt so bad for the kids i felt so sad for the kids so and and i know that it's kind of a big thing to say that at the very end of our episode or kind of but like if you're about to think about the idea of having kids just like thinking about the idea of having kids you have to be prepared because it's gonna change your life sometimes for the better sometimes not for the worse but like it's you're gonna have some troubles or like yeah financial struggles because like you have to pay the bills as i said like if daycare is asking for 2k this month you will have to pay or you will have to take care of your kids next month you know so yeah like something to keep in mind but please and i i really want to stress it please when you start having kids it's not about yourself anymore it's about it's about the family it's mostly about your kids for now like even if i'm struggling i would see someone but i would not do this kind of like stuff you know to my Mm -hmm. babies that's impossible to think about I mean, it's, it, it, it really is a sad story, absolutely. But at the same time, it's so important that you had this moment to say this. And mm-hmm. I'm, 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 as you can see, I'm, I, I'm feeling all like I, I, today I'm allowing myself to be a therapist. Because <laughs> my Thank goal you. here is to digest all that yes. stuff because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm actually learning a whole lot from you, bro. <laughs> and, and so when I ask you if you're stronger, mm-hmm. and that's another thing that basically blows my mind. It's like, mm-hmm. you said you're stronger and you convinced mm-hmm. me 100% that you're stronger. But yes. all of the arguments you gave me 
uh -huh. to prove that you're stronger mm -hmm. essentially make you more vulnerable like you're <laughs> basically know. telling me like you know what you, you gotta be the boss of yourself you cannot get sick uh -huh. here it's all on you mm -hmm. financial mm -hmm. struggle blah 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 so if you put that just like if you write these things down <laughs> you say okay this person is probably feeling vulnerable but then you wrap that all up and you say you know what I'm, I'm I'm stronger than that now. These things yeah. that before were problems, they are now just part of life. And and, I'm, I, I, and my wife and I will overcome them. So that's yeah. really interesting. And mm -hmm. speaking of how you, you describe Pauline and you as a team, often enough as a single person, mm -hmm. which is wonderful, by the way. And I mean, I love being able to say that because I know you guys very very well which is why I'm saying nothing of this is BS and I mean <laughs> if, for you guys that are listening to our episode right now mm -hmm. rest assured that everything that this guy is saying is 100% honest <laughs> um, yes. and, and that's why I'm gonna ask you another question bro uh -huh. as a couple mm -hmm. do things change dramatically or not as a couple now think think of you and pauline before and after you know because it's yeah. a question that i've always had and, mm -hmm. and and you know kane and i we are basically like uh, people actually joke about us all the time like they, they they people love to tell me hey sometimes it seems like you guys came out of a book because oh, you know you're that's so true and, and, and you know right like we, yes. we, we are uh -huh. just so connected in so many levels and i mean king is mm -hmm. my whole life mm -hmm. and and of course romantically speaking i'm down for that hot chick <laughs> so <laughs> and, and, and these are things that come to my mind like so couple wise um yeah. the, what, what do you have to say bro oh uh, that's a good one uh so yeah, of course you cannot fuck everywhere as uh, as you used to be. <laughs> no, but let's be practical. Okay, this that's... is the best part of the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, but it's true. So sometimes I don't know. Like you're just excited. You that that's fine. You you don't you don't have kids, so like you don't have to overthink it. You know. Mm -hmm. Now with kids, like if you're excited, and that happened to us several times, like you have to find them an occupation to be able to do your stuff. And that's that's weird, you know? It's like, oh, do you want it. to watch a movie right now? I mean, you're never watching TV, but right now is a good moment to watch TV. <laughs> and But whatever. Let's not get into details. So, uh, <laughs> sex life during the day when the kids are up, uh, more complicated than before. Okay, so that's the first thing. <laughs> uh -huh. Second, what is beautiful when you start having kids is that usually, and that's true, and it happened to us too before, you know, oh, you feel so connected, you are a strong couple, you look great. And when you start having kids, it's like, you're such a beautiful family. Everything mm. makes sense. And no, it, now it's not just about like you two, like the couple, it's also about the babies and feeling the way the parents are connected also with the kids, you know, like it's like really a family, like what I would define as a family. So it feels amazing. Those moments where someone is telling you like, oh my God, like 
Oh, the family looks wonderful, looks beautiful. You, you guys are so happy and you can say it. And yeah, it's true, we are happy. I, I would define ourselves happy. Um, and so, yeah, like what used to happen in the past will stay in the past. When you start having a kid, uh, it's gonna change radically. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, like you won't be able to play video games uh, in the middle of the morning, you know, uh, after cleaning the, the, the living room, for instance. Because let's be honest, if you start cleaning the living room, your boy or girl may take just a plant from the outside and bring it inside, you know, and like start, start putting dirt on the floor. And you're like, dude, like I've been cleaning this entire living room for one hour. What are you doing? And they're like, oh, sorry, they are taking the pot back outside. And you're like, but what about the dirt? Like, who's going to clean that now? So, yeah, but you're raising your family too. So it's like you have to clean up after yourselves. And now they are so beautiful because when you say it's cleanup time, and we say that in English, they're like, clean up, and they are just cleaning, and that's cool. I mean, they are not cleaning the floor, but like they are tidying up the, the playroom and the bedroom, so it's beautiful. But bro, yeah, your, your couple life will change. Um, but at the same time, when you're able to sit on your couch when the kids are in bed, and you're able to just like connect back like as a couple, that's also amazing because that's when you start sharing stuff about your your job, you know, but also about the kids. And it's like, oh, my God, I think that we are raising them in a beautiful way. I think they are doing great. And so you have more topics of discussion, too, mm -hmm. you know, because now it's also a journey that you're making as a couple to raise two beautiful little human beings. So I, I would say that it's it's bringing a lot of uh, meaning to your life. And so as a couple in the past with Pauline, we were, of course, fucking a lot. Uh, that's, that's great, but... Uh, Hence <laughs> the two kids, right, bro? Hence the two kids, <laughs> back to back. And... Uh, <laughs> you, you sound very proud when you say that. I am, I am. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like, of course, some stuff will change, but at the same time, uh, I think that it's bringing so much joy and so much meaning to your life. It could bring so much meaning to your life that uh, those stuff that changed, I think that those changed for the best. Mm -hmm. uh, you're just fucking in the evening now. <laughs> no. Uh, no, you can't live with that. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. But no, bro, it's, it's bringing a lot of meaning, uh, to be honest with you. And as a couple, it helped us uh, with Pauline. I think for myself, but I, I'm speaking for myself, but I think that it's bringing us to the next level. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that we were so connected before and we were so ready to have kids that we did not even realize it. And at the moment we had Gab and Lelo now. Um, it's just a matter of like seeing that as an adventure that we started as two grown-ups as a couple and today I would say that we are even stronger than before. It's like, mm -hmm. dude, like, yeah, I, I love my wife, you know? And it's not because she's the mother of my kids. It's just that, like, what we are doing right now is so amazing because, like, we are raising those two kids, but we, we are not putting efforts into it, you know? We are enjoying the process. Wow. And that's, that's beautiful, in my opinion. Oh, that is, that is beautiful, bro. 
Thank you for that. And I mean, <laughs> our, our episode is getting a little long, but I mean, I, I didn't even realize the time passing. But <laughs> I, I must say, I still have two more little questions to close sure. the episode. Because okay. I have to. Bro, well, in yeah. this whole journey, mm-hmm. you know, thinking back, it, all your choices as couple that led you to be, you know, to become parents, any regrets whatsoever, anything you or she would have done differently that you know of? Um, Probably related to COVID. Um, When you start having a kid, you know, and no one planned having a huge pandemic uh, when having two babies. Uh, So basically, baby Lelo was born during the pandemic. Uh, she went to the NICU so uh, for 10 days or so, something around those lines. So basically, uh, uh, intense care unit for babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were pretty scared at the time. And of course, no one could even put good words into COVID or the COVID situation. So it was pretty scary. Uh, what I would change right now is that I would uh, take the scientist and not the dad of myself, you know, and think that it was not too bad for babies. And I would probably like, I would probably have gone outside more often, you mm-hmm. know, because I like we, we took this quarantine or like confinement uh, thing into consideration a lot, you know, because we didn't want to put our kids outside or at harm, you know, uh, because we didn't know what was going to happen. And of course, some scientists were saying babies are fine or they, they should be OK, you know, no worries whatsoever. And so at the moment we got our second dose, um, we should have like not gone wild, you know, but like enjoy more. And that's something that we are working uh, towards like doing, you know, these days. It's like, yeah, I don't think that COVID will vanish completely. So we will have to deal with that and live with it, you know, like before it was like, you know, baby girl, please take your mask, you know, when you're and now it's like bro it's not that i'm tired of covid and i don't want to get it but i i don't want to take more years of their lives you know with that mm-hmm. pandemic also knowing that a flu uh may just take them with yeah. higher statistics than covid you know so sure. yeah and, and we were living with the flu before so yeah uh that just a little thing you know and it's related to covid but I would be a better parent and I would go outside more often for them, you know. Uh, I was thinking that I was helping them, but I don't think I was. I I think that we were protecting the family as an idea, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Wow, that's, bro, that's... Thank you for that, bro. That's Mm -hmm. really... I mean, I've, I've heard of other people talking very similarly actually you know other parents that thought they were protecting their kids but um, especially depending on how old they are because you know mm-hmm. lelo is very young she's yeah. she's very very young but you know there is this age for kids actually for everyone but for kids i think it's even worse where mm-hmm. they when, when they need to leave outside mm-hmm. and i mean yeah. The, the consequence, the COVID consequences, I mean, it's been a while since this fucking virus is out there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now we know way more about it yeah. than we knew at first. And I mean, mm-hmm. the truth is we don't know 
um, the side effects of trying to protect the kids all the time from it. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. We know what's probably going to happen if a kid gets the virus. There are a few yeah. options, we know them. Yeah. But we don't mm -hmm. know the extent of the side effects of, mm -hmm. you know, keeping them from leaving. Yeah. So what you guys did, and, and this is in no way uh, uh, suggesting that you guys did the wrong thing because you didn't know and yeah. you did what you thought was best for them. And mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure, bro, these kids are going to have the most amazing childhood ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure they're going to be fulfilled I'm 100% sure of that. So yeah, uh, all, no, all I'm saying is that other people said that to me as well. And I think that makes perfect sense. And bro, last thing before we leave, because yes. you know, amazing <laughs> episode. And if you let me, I'm going to be machine gunning <laughs> you with all these questions for the rest of the night. Um, for us, um, and when I say us, people like me and Kaney, people who have mm -hmm. been trying to decide this for a very long time. Kaney and I talk about the possibility of being parents ever since we started dating. And I mean, that's been, it has been 10 years already. Um, yeah. And we go back and forth. Mm -hmm. um, and right now, as I told you before, I don't feel this void. Um, okay. But at the same time, I do have doubts. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to regret not having a baby one day. And I'm mm -hmm. afraid that if having a baby because I feel like I should have a baby is also going to bring some regrets. So it's mm -hmm. like I, I, I cannot decide. And you're my brother. So yes. would you have an advice for a situation like that? That's a good one, bro. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> um, I think that Pauline was like you, mm, meaning that she had that on, on her head, you know, but she did not have that void or not like specifically speaking, she did not have that void. She had this like motherhood instinct of like, should I do it now because I'm getting older? You know, mm -hmm. it was not about the fact that she wanted a baby. It was more mm -hmm. of a, I'm gr like, I'm getting old, not old. Like she's turned, like she just turned 33 actually. Uh, but no, I know. But yeah, at the time, like she was uh, 29 uh, uh -huh. when we were talking about it. And so she was like, yeah, I mean like turning 30 soon. Am I going to be too old or am I going to regret someday not having kids? So she was pretty much like you. So I think that in this case, you also have to rely on the other uh, person in the couple and see what they want, uh, you know. And I think that and I'm of course, I haven't discussed with Kanye in a while now, but I don't I don't know if she's fully ready or if mm -hmm. she really wants one. And so then like that's a, that's a couple journey, you know, it's an adventure that you're living as a couple. So Pauline saw my needs at the time, you know, that void that I wanted to fill somehow. And she was like, he desperately needs one and I love Guillaume. And so, and I want a baby somehow, you know, it's not that I need one right now. It may be like in five years, but you know what? There is no per perfect moment. I don't think that everyone will be synchronized at the same time to get a baby or like that those are just for fairy tales or <laughs> I don't know, romantic 
uh, comedy, whatever, uh, romance <laughs> comedy. But uh, yeah, bro, I don't think that there is such a thing that two people in a couple will be connected at the same time to have a baby. But when you start being like on the same level uh, in terms of like discussion and being like fully transparent with the other, that's when if one is not super convinced, they have to discuss with the other. And so let's say, and I'm just being pragmatic, that Kenny doesn't want a baby, you know? Mm. And if you're not sure that, uh, y and you feel like you don't have a void, I would say, please don't do one. Because let's say that if Kenny doesn't want a baby, I think that having one will hurt your couple more than help you, you uh. know? if that makes sense yeah. but if Kaney is urging you to have a baby and you're not fully sure but you know that you could deal with that I'm gonna tell you like at the moment you hear that you're gonna be a father it's gonna change your life and for the better because like we have a couple of friends uh, I mean uh, friends like a couple basically that we know uh like she just got pregnant or they mm. get just got pregnant basically is not ready at all you know <laughs> uh and that's 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 a couple of friends that we have like for a long time now but he's definitely not ready she's pregnant so basically they are pregnant they will get a baby and guess what he was not ready but at the moment he heard that she was pregnant and she was so excited he was like yeah, I, I think it's it's a good time, you know? It's like, don't overthink it. Uh, he wanted to do something else, but like, is surfing, for instance, helping you more or like delivering more than having a baby? Or I don't know, like going to restaurants is gonna like deliver more in the long term than having a baby? I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. Of course, you will struggle for quite some years not going to restaurants super often and so on. But at the same time, or surfing a lot. But at the same time, you're raising a human being, you know? And that one day, and that's what I'm looking forward to, I will be surfing with Gab and Lelo in like three, four years. And that's gonna be amazing. You know, I will have partners of surf. And I will be, that's, that's incredible just to think about it. So I think that we'll have to be, you, you should discuss with Kaney and like put all your cards on the table uh, because if you don't have a void and of, of course you feel like you're growing older, but if she doesn't want one, I, I would say that please don't do one because mm -hmm. having a kid is a lot is a lot in a in a lot of great in a lot yeah great ways but like sometimes bad and sad ways when they are going to the hospital because you don't know what is happening bro you're so vulnerable on in those moments and so if you were not fully ready i don't know i, I don't yeah. know so yeah bro you have to be ready somehow or at least one in the couple has to be ready and pushing for for one you know wanting to wanting one bro Okay, with that, wonderful. <laughs> that was not a good answer. That was no, not a good I'm answer. Go, but that's an impossible <laughs> answer. Actually. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. you you could never say go for it. It's gonna be awesome. Neither mm -hmm. uh, don't do mm -hmm. that. You're not ready. I mean, and I never expected a binary answer. I, I yeah. expected exactly what you gave me. And I mean, yes. The the idea was really to get us all think you, me, and 
all of our yeah. audience because I think pretty much our entire audience is about the same age as we are because yeah. you know yeah. people who like video games but don't have time to play them <laughs> they're usually <laughs> in their 30s <laughs> so and I mean I, I bet that a lot of people are probably asking themselves the same questions and so yeah. I hope that was useful to to them like mm -hmm. it was for me and I mean yeah oh um, yeah and, and it really really was bro and I mean okay that that's the kind of conversation that I long having with you bro I mean, yeah yeah loved it loved it loved it it was amazing thank you so much Same. for that for sure likewise bro now one quick question that I have for you mm. are you planning to have a kid or not <laughs> right now no <laughs> no, if you ask me, like, if you, if you twist in my arm and said, um, you have to decide between either, you know, have a baby right now yeah, or not have a baby whatsoever, I would go yeah. for not have a baby. Okay, um, okay, yeah. that's, that's yeah. good. Simply and because I, mm -hmm. I'm, as I told you, I'm happy. I'm really happy. I'm super fulfilled okay. and and that scares me like having a baby scares me i mean uh <laughs> it, it really bro like it scares the crap out of me because I'm, I'm 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 not a very normal human being i mean I'm, I'm very much aware of that i i have a lot of issues for example i have a organizational issue very very deep one one of these days we can actually talk about this thoroughly oh, but to, to. To, to summarize it to. <laughs> i i have been fighting the lack of control in my life ever since i was born i have a problem not controlling things okay and the truth is the older you get the more you realize that you are not in control of anything basically yeah like, there are mm -hmm. very little things that you can actually control. Very, very little things. Uh, but I still live in the illusion that I have the control of a whole lot of things. <laughs> and that illusion uh, pleases me, you know? Okay, okay. And bro, I mean, when I have my niece over, not my nephew, because my nephew is a... He's a teenager now. He's 13 years old. And I mean, that, oh, wow. that boy is just... He's so much. I love him so much. He's he's extraordinary. But my niece, she's three years old. And as much as I love my niece, if today I had to describe chaos just by pointing at something, I would point at her. You know, like she is a plateful, bro. And sometimes she just comes over. And of course I enjoy. But that's when I realize how much of a problem controlling things I have because you know my house is flawless and then she starts you know you know making a mess because that's what kids do <laughs> I lose it bro like I I just want to hide in the bathroom and and cry because you know I, I'm, I'm looking at, at my house and everything is in the air so I know this is not normal um, and and I mean, imagine me as a parent, bro. I don't think that would be a good idea. <laughs> okay, I, I, I just have to finish with one little thing. Now, now that you're saying that, just like jumping on into that subject. I am also a control freak. Or, I mean, in terms of organization, my house has to be clean all the time. I have two 
uh, vacuum cleaners robots so like that <laughs> means a lot you know and uh, yeah yeah whatever but um i was the same before just like you uh when it was another kid making a mess it was bad you know it was really bad i i felt bad uh but basically at the moment i started oh my baby girl is right here hello oh. Uh, and at the moment I started having my kids, it was different. It was something different because now it's on you to train them, you know? It's on you to teach them that if they are making a mess, that could be fine for five, 10 minutes, but then they have to clean up. Mm -hmm. And that's on you because if they don't do it, then it, you're not doing a good job. You know, you're not explaining to them that for you, having a nice, tidy... Yes, baby. Okay, you want to say hi to the podcast? We'll have someone saying <laughs> hi to so the podcast. That's so appropriate for this episode. Do you want to say hi? Oh. Say hi. Hi? Okay, she said hi. Uh, <laughs> she, she popped into the mac microphone. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, the audience. My baby girl into action. So, yeah, basically, you, you cannot control everything, but it's on you to teach them uh, mm -hmm. to basically uh, tidy up their room and so on and so forth. So it's a lot of investment, but at the same time, you're trying to raise good human beings. So I agree with you, bro. I was just like that with other kids and I was losing it. When I was seeing another kid that was completely disorganized or like doing a mess, I was losing it. And I was telling Pauline, I don't want to have kids. I don't want to have kids, especially on those moments. And now that I do have kids and I see them doing a mess, of course, sometimes I'm losing it. But I'm the father this time. And I'm telling them, okay, now you clean up. We don't have, we don't have any alternative, you know. You have to clean up. And I'm not cleaning up for you guys. So I think that it's also on you to... Uh, if, if it's the only reason why you don't want a kid, I don't think that this one is a good reason. Okay. Yeah, like just oh. to be honest with you, because basically having a kid of you, like it's going to be your baby, you can raise them the way you want, basically. Mm -hmm. So if you're a control freak, I can pretty much tell you that your babies will be control freaks too. <laughs> baby Gab. Oh my God. Bro, no, Baby Gab is a control that. freak. No, like Baby Gab, <laughs> Every time he's done playing with something, he's cleaning up. Like, oh. everything is super organized. And I like it. It's fine. And he's having fun. He loves cleaning up. So that's good. That's adorable. Okay, no worries, bro. That, that's so yeah. adorable. <laughs> oh. One hour and 30 minutes almost, bro. That was an intense episode. But you know what? I think I have an idea for the next episode. Mm. I want to take about your organization disorder, like your problem that you have with organizing stuff. It I want oh, to get into that now. Yeah, I want to. Absolutely. I want to. I mean, oh, please. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually. Go I, I'm gonna love to have this conversation with you and our <laughs> audience, bro. Because I mean, you're gonna laugh. You're gonna see that your brother is a freak, and I hope you're gonna yeah. still love me after that. Yeah, <laughs> and we should also bring into that topic, we should bring minimalism into it, uh, basically, like not having too much stuff, because I, I'm not saying that you're a minimalist, but like you're always thinking before buying something, you want to make sure that it has a purpose always. and so on and so. Mm -hmm. So like that should be a great topic for the next one, because, yeah, like minimalism or I would say essentialism. So just buying the right stuff is very important to me. 
but especially with kids, it's kind of complicated to do it. Uh, but bro, yeah, I would love to just have that conversation with you next time. Okay, okay bro, we have a deal. It's going to be great. Okay. Can't oh, that's going to be amazing. Yeah, same. And of course, I did not convince you. It was not... Uh, Black and white, it was not, do you want a series S or X? <laughs> what I would say is that having a baby was the, the greatest thing that happened in my life. Uh, and I'm not saying that just for the, for the episode, like, y- you know that, you know that mm-hmm. I mean it. Um, and so I saw my baby girl, like, coming into the room, like, before, if it was another kid and I was recording a podcast, I would have lost it, you know? <laughs> I would have lost it. And like it, it's my baby girls. What can I say? Like it's like okay, you're just too beautiful. Like come here, you know. Wow, I, I have to bro. see you. So yeah, bro. Wonderful things to have kids in in one's life, but you have to want it. Like it's important to want kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not that you just you should just do it because everyone is having kids because it's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. That's the take home message. Have kids if you're ready. Don't have kids if you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think that summarizes it all. Thank you so much, bro. For that was sure, amazing. Bro. And and I had a whole lot of fun and next time we're gonna talk a whole lot more about, you know, all these other aspects of life of <laughs> life and yes having so much fun doing all of that i hope that our audience is having fun too thank you so much guys for guys for listening to us and be back soon bro talk to you later bro uh, see you next time bye bye bro love you love you